Hello, everyone. Welcome into Southeastern 14. I am Blaine Gilmer. And guys, we're not going to be Southeastern 14 that much longer because there are 16 teams now in the SEC. Yes, there's a rebrand coming here on the channel, but also now, as of last night, the full schedule released for SEC football teams. And we're going to give you our reactions to the full schedule here as Texas and Oklahoma join. And guys, the first reaction I just want to say is there are absolutely no let up spots anywhere i don't give a crap what people say about washington oregon usc ucla joining the big 10 i don't care what the big 12 tries to adjust with whatever the sec is the hardest conference to navigate in all of college football and it is a murderer's row when you look at the schedules for these teams and what they have uh it is absolutely nasty in terms of just week in and week out the the physicality that you have to face the variance in schemes some of the coaches that are in this league i mean it is uh a who's who of college football and the nfl is going to be littered with players from the sec even more so than it was uh, before now with the addition of these brands now of Texas and Oklahoma into this league. Listen, there's some difference in the some of the rivalries, some of the games, like, for example, Georgia and South Carolina not facing each other this year. That's something people are going to have to get, you know, get used to on both sides of that of that rivalry, of that matchup that has been an SEC East matchup for so long. Gone are the divisions. So we're going to break down some of the things about these schedules real quick and just want you to know before we do that that you're going to have lots of opportunities to bet on a lot of different games. And we want you to know that if you are in into that and you want to put a little extra on some of these SEC games, you want to get maybe some futures on some of these teams, all that kind of stuff, go ahead and look ahead. Then you need to check out Bet Online, guys. Bet Online has all the major sports, some of which are in action this week. College football playoffs ready to kick off. The bowl games are about to get going. Bet Online, your number one destination for all of your wagering info, including news for pro football, the NBA, upcoming UFC fights, uh, NHL games this season, everything that you need. Head over to the website, betonline.ag, and get into the action and see all the updated odds for the week. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. And guys, where we're going to start here is with the two teams that have the hardest schedules, Georgia and Florida. Uh I mean, these two schedules are absolutely murderous. You talk about Florida has to play just a gauntlet of a schedule, okay? They have to play every Power 5 team in the state of Florida, okay? So they play Miami out of the ACC to open things up. They do get that one at home. They get Central Florida in on October 5th at home, which is UCF is now a Big 12 team. And then, of course, they play Florida State to end the season at Tallahassee. So three non-conference games that are all going to be challenging. 
They get one cupcake in Samford, and last time they played Samford, it was like 72, 59, something like that, the end of the Dan Mullen era. So you got that as the backdrop of that one. But they open up the season with three straight home games. They have Texas A&M to open up their SEC opener in week three. Um, but, guys, they have to play Knoxville. They have to play Tennessee at Knoxville. Uh, they have to play Kentucky right after that. They get a bye week. Then Georgia, they go after Georgia, they go to Texas. Then they then after Texas, they play LSU at home, Ole Miss at home, and then at Florida State. Georgia, Texas, LSU, Ole Miss, and Florida State to end the season is brutal. I'm telling you, that is a brutal, brutal schedule for Florida. Like I said, you add in uh, the fact that they just don't get any let up weeks. There's no like stretch where you're like, okay, this is a non conference opponent, uh, maybe a Sun Belt team or something like that. No, they're playing power five teams week in, week out. Um, and it's just going to be a gauntlet for Florida. Billy Napier has to bring in uh, as much talent as he can in the transfer portal, particularly with some of the key players he's got leaving, you know, Etienne, uh, yeah, lots of other guys. Have have declared that they're that they're heading out of the swamp. So, uh, Princely Umanimalian is is heading out. I mean, there's a lot of guys they're going to be missing uh, that they could have had on that roster this year. So that is going to be very very tough for Florida as they try to navigate that schedule. Georgia, on the other hand, plays uh, Clemson in Atlanta. So that is a that is a neutral site game. Uh, you know, but. Hey, it's in Atlanta, so at least they'll probably be not that far away from Clemson either, so it should be a, about a 50-50 crowd. They get a bye week before they play Alabama, but they play Kentucky before that bye week. So Kentucky at Kentucky, and we – listen, Kentucky's been blowing it up in the transfer portal, and we'll get to that in another video. But Kentucky at Kentucky, bye week at Alabama. They play Alabama on the road, like I just said, then Auburn at home back-to-back weeks. So Alabama and Auburn back-to-back, Mississippi State at home, and then Texas. So in a four-game stretch, it is capped off with, you have in the beginning, Alabama on the road, Texas on the road, in a four-game stretch by week. Then they get Florida uh, in Jacksonville, Ole Miss at Ole Miss. So Georgia from from September 28th to November 9th has a span where they go, to Alabama, they'll go to Texas and to Oxford. Three road games against top 15 opponents right there that are going to be absolutely nuts, raucous environments as Georgia goes in there. And Georgia's got questions of, is Carson Beck coming back? Is he not? What's it, What are things going to look like with all these guys uh, going into the portal, bringing pieces in? It's going to be an intriguing deal. But Georgia and Florida have the hardest schedules uh at least looking into it this year. All of it's been like, okay, for the last couple of years, look how easy Georgia's schedule is. Well, they're making up for it this year with those. Those are ridiculously tough schedules. Something that jumps off right off the bat is Arkansas and Texas A&M. Neither one has to play Georgia or Alabama. You have Texas A&M that does not play Alabama, does not play Georgia. Neither does Arkansas. Now they do have those schools do have some tough non-conference games uh, and things of that nature, and we're going to get into it. And like I said, just because you don't play Georgia and Alabama doesn't mean you have an easy schedule, but it does mean 
there's an opportunity to not play two of the best teams in all of college football for the Aggies and for the Razorbacks. So that's something that is very interesting to me as well. And uh, I wanted to just say that the timing of that Georgia at Texas game on October 19th, like I said, it comes on the heels of for Georgia of a four-game stretch where they play at Alabama, they, they play Auburn at home, they play Mississippi State uh, at home, and then they go to Texas. So it's a four-game stretch there for them. Texas will be coming off of the game against Oklahoma in the Cotton Bowl, the Texas State Fair. So a rivalry game. Big game atmosphere against Oklahoma, a physical matchup, something that always matters there. You'll have guys like Quinn Ewers and Danny Stutzman going at it once again, facing off in that game for Texas and Oklahoma. And then you got to turn right around and play Georgia at home. So not an easy deal for Texas there either. There's also some intriguing non-conference games that I think we need to look at here in the first few weeks. Like I already said, Georgia plays Clemson in Atlanta. So that's a neutral site game, but both both fan bases will be represented well as that's not very far from either campus. LSU versus USC to open up the year in Las Vegas uh, is an intriguing matchup. What is USC going to look like? They bring in so many people in the portal every single year, so it's going to be interesting to see that. Who replaces uh, you know Caleb Williams? All these good things. Texas A&M. At or versus Notre Dame, they get Notre Dame at home, and the reason that one's intriguing is because Mike Elko was the coach at Duke, Riley Leonard was the quarterback at Duke, and Riley Leonard has committed to Notre Dame. So there's going to be a little bit of a chess match there. Notre Dame trying to figure out, okay, how much do we know about Mike Elko? What's this Texas A&M team going to look like? Riley, what can you tell us about your coach and and how he likes to do things, particularly that defense, things of that nature. So. That's an intriguing matchup there. In week two, Arkansas plays at Oklahoma State. So SEC versus Big 12 there. That's an intriguing matchup. Tennessee, Nico Iamaleva, I think is how you say that name. Uh, Nico plays Grayson McCall. So you've got the, the young phenom in Nico for Tennessee versus Grayson McCall from Coastal Carolina, who seems like he's been around forever, the the KG veteran the, the 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 crafty veteran is play in charlotte in a neutral side game that's going to be fun to watch there and then texas in week two goes up to michigan uh depending on what happens in the college football playoff this could be a rematch uh i doubt it because i think alabama is going to take care of business versus versus michigan in their side of the college football playoff here in a couple weeks but texas and michigan in Ann Arbor, in the big house. That's going to be an intriguing matchup and something everybody's going to uh, love to watch. And then week three, Alabama goes to the jump house up there and plays at Wisconsin, Oklahoma versus Tulane. And that Oklahoma game, kind of a sneaky game, okay, because Willie Fritz is gone. Uh, they they bring on Summerall from Troy over to Tulane. Um, Tulane's a good team that is that has had a good quarterback play. Michael Pratt, he'll be moving on. So what will Tulane look like? Uh, Tulane a few years back almost went into Norman, Oklahoma, and beat the Sooners a couple years ago when Lincoln Riley was still there. So we'll see what happens there uh, with Oklahoma and Tulane, but a intriguing non-conference matchup just the same. A couple of sneaky games 
okay, because of the timing and stuff like that. Old Dominion, week one, a Sunbelt team that has beaten Power 5 teams before going to South Carolina. Just just watch it. You know, South Carolina doesn't always start the season off playing playing the best, something you might want to watch there. Um, and then also Texas, after that game where they play uh, Michigan on the road, they have to come back and play a UTSA team um, that is always, always sneaky, always tough to play. So that's another one that could kind of creep up on you right there. Kentucky plays Southern Miss week one, and Kentucky's going to have a lot of new on that team. I like Kentucky a lot. I think Kentucky's going to have a lot of excitement this year, but they're going to have a lot of new on that team, and Southern Miss is uh, not a bad program. They're going to come in there um, and, you know, Kentucky has has struggled in the past with non-conference games early. So we'll see what happens there as well. But guys, other than that, it's just a grind. I mean, what a perfect year in 2024 to have the the 12 team college football playoff because I think I, I just don't see any team where I look at and I say, yep, they're gonna go through that uh undefeated 100 percent i feel i feel confident they're going to go through that and and there's no game that i see them just drop in here even alabama like alabama has to go on the road to baton rouge uh they they have to um play a stretch where they play georgia south carolina tennessee and missouri in a five game stretch I mean, it's just it's just absolutely every team you can say, okay, there are opportunities here for them to find ways to lose a football game. Um, I do think Missouri and Ole Miss maybe have the the easiest schedules. Okay, uh, if you look at it in terms of the easiest schedules, I would say Ole Miss, but they start off with Furman, Middle Tennessee, Wake Forest, Georgia Southern, four and zero right there for Ole Miss before they get Kentucky at home. So four of Ole Miss's first five games are at home. Wake Forest on the road being their hardest one. They get South Carolina on the road and then LSU on the road. So that game's going to be tough. October 12th at LSU for Ole Miss. That'll be a tough game. Then a really tough stretch after, after the bye week, Oklahoma, Arkansas, and Georgia. But then they get Florida and Mississippi State relatively compared to everybody else. Getting Georgia at home, um, getting Kentucky at home, getting Oklahoma at home, I think that's about as good of a schedule as you can ask for if you are old Miss, particularly getting a bye game after the Georgia game and after the LSU game to rest up and get ready for the next game ahead. I think that is a, that's a big deal for Lane Kiffin and company who are just killing it in the transfer portal, who are bringing back a ton of experience. Then Missouri, I think uh, Murray State, Buffalo, Boston College, Vanderbilt, 4-0 right there. They're going to get a bye week before they play Texas A&M. At Texas A&M, that'll be a tough test. UMass, uh, which UMass has to play Georgia this year as well, so UMass is really loading up on the schedule. Auburn at home, Alabama on the road. That's Listen, that's, that's kind of like Georgia's schedule in the middle. They have a tough game, Texas A&M. And then Alabama bookend, remember Georgia, I said, has Texas uh, at the end of a, of a four-game stretch where they play uh, Alabama at the beginning of it. So that's very similar to Georgia there, except just, just a little bit different because Texas, I don't think Texas and Texas A&M, two different uh, quality of teams right now. By week before they play Oklahoma, 
and they finish with South Carolina, Mississippi State, and Arkansas. I think if you look at the two easiest schedules, I think it's got to be Ole Miss and Missouri going into the year next year. Um, the two hardest, like I said, Georgia and Florida. Um, but guys, they're they're that's all relatively speaking because every game in this SEC matchup, except if you're playing Vanderbilt, because Vanderbilt is awful. I think you've got to, you've got to fight on your hands. So it's going to be in, intriguing. It's going to be fun every week. There's going to be probably one or two losses for every team in the SEC. But guess what? It doesn't matter anymore because the strength of schedule is going to be through the roof. Uh, they're going to reward you for playing those those hard non-conference games, which all these teams seem to have. And then the 12-team playoff comes aboard. So those are our reactions here from the 2024 SEC schedule release. I guess the only other thing we should say is that, man, did they really mess this up with the timing. I mean, you got the transfer portal going on right now, NIL, recruiting, all that kind of stuff, and this is when they want to do the schedule release. Absolutely terrible management of – PR and all that kind of stuff by the SEC. Uh, they, they allowed stuff to get leaked early. I mean, ESPN and SEC absolutely fudged the bucket on this one in terms of the timing of it. That was absolutely awful in the way it could have been done. I think you saved this till like March or April, do it like the NFL, make a big spectacle out of it in the actual offseason. Um, and, and, you know, I mean, it's just – it was just terribly done. Uh, but regardless – it's going to be fun to watch all of these games. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're growing every single day, getting more and more subs, and that's that's you guys hitting that subscribe button, like, turn on notifications. Make sure to check out Bet Online as we are presented by Bet Online, and we will catch you guys next time to talk more SEC football right here on Southeastern 14. 